It's that fundamental age-old question, right? Would you rather be all-knowing and know the potentials, the potential hazards that could come your way in life, be aware of everything, or would you rather go through life as, you know, ignorance? Ignorance is bliss, right? That you don't know all these other things that could or may be happening around you. All right, so I like to be, I like to know things, and I like to kind of be able to project against some things that could happen down the line. Here's the problem. I know that there are things happening with my house that I may not be realizing are bad. Hey, let's build it with Corey Heppola and from Lindus Construction, Andy Lindus. I am just an ignorant house owner. I just love life. I love my house. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a second. Are you paying attention to this? Because this could lead to this or this could lead to that. Uh, no, I'm not. So that's why I got to bring Andy here. Andy, uh, let's, let's do this. Top three ways a person may be damaging their home without realizing it. And think of me when you're, when you're giving these answers. Um, you know, the, this is where we, we're, the part where we struggled is like, not fixing a leak that you see. Well, that's something you should know about, yeah. you know, and yep. or staying in the ceiling. So these are things maybe that you just can't see and out of sight, out of mind. Um, and this is what happened to me the other day. I'm literally in a room I haven't been in in my house in, in, in a while, my, my son's bedroom. And, you know, he's back from college. I was in there talking to him and I look out the window. I'm like, where the heck did that tree come from? Literally. Tree had a branch now that's rubbing against that window. And as I go out there to take a look at it, the caulking around that window has started to peel loose. I'm like, I hadn't literally, I've not looked at that window and that part of the house in six months. I see this happening all the time. I've seen it cost thousands of dollars of damage. It rubs on the roof. It takes off a whole slope of roofing or it knocks away a piece of flashing or a big storm comes through and really gets that tree moving. And maybe it snaps off, but it can cause a lot of damage. And I know, yes, you can fall off a ladder and, and break your arm trimming trees. Can. But with the right tools from Milwaukee, and then you get the, you get the extendo saw, which you, you need one of those. And I don't know why I haven't given you one yet. I got a couple. I, I need to get, get out there to you. Would, but, would have been nice last year is really what it would have been. <laughs> it would have been, would have been helpful. But, you know, just for a, a 10 minute project literally can save you hundreds, thousands of dollars potentially. Yeah. So number one, not trimming trees back. I assume uh, even vines, right? Letting vines grow against mm -hmm. your siding, stuff like that can, can damage the home. Yeah, you know, it, uh, it can take away from the finish. It can, can make things pull loose. It can lead to air infiltration and water infiltration. Both of those things can lead to mold, water damage. I don't know. Everyone sees what, you know, the uh, cost of a two-by-four is nowadays. So just think of what you're saving in replacing rotten wood. Yeah, just be aware and get ahead of some of these things. Okay, so that's number one, maybe a way that you're damaging your home without realizing it. What about number mm -hmm. two? Um, not maintaining your gutter system properly. So this one, uh, you know, this is real near and dear to us because we have 15 crews every day working on roofs and gutters. And if there's one thing that's consistent is that these open gutter systems that we run into uh, are almost never maintained properly. They're cleaned once a year. They're not sloped properly. And right now, on over 30% of the gutter jobs that we do, we're having to replace some type of rotten wood. Just think about that. That's, that's mm. for the average contractor at $75 to $150 an hour plus materials. That's money you could save down the road by maintaining a gutter system that's not going to backflow up the roof, 
overflow around the gutters. If you can look up and you see stripes on your gutters, chances are they're not working properly. If the trees that are growing in your gutters are changing colors in the fall, chances are they're not working properly. And, and we see that every year, every day. They're just, they're just something that people overlook. And the reason why they overlook it is they can't see it. You don't mm. know what's going on in there usually. Okay. So that's different than when I was in my car in, in college and I heard a clunking sound. And instead of like, well, I better do something about it. I just turned the radio up so I couldn't hear it. And then I was like, you know, I don't want to. So this is different because with gutters, it, sometimes they're hard to see, I suppose. Yeah. That- you know, out of sight, out of mind is, is one of those things. It is vastly different than. So if <laughs> this, let me, uh, that would be more like if you're looking up at the gutters and you're watching water run backwards into your house and you look the other way instead of fixing, fixing the problem. Yeah. Same thing. That, Same that would thing. be a, that would be an appropriate, uh, uh analogy then. Okay. Analogy. So that's, yes. that's number two. Uh, number one, not trimming trees back. Number two, skipping gutter maintenance. Number three, it's going to be not running your bath fan or have a properly running bath fan during the summer months and the winter months. But when, when I go into houses, one of the first things that we do is we check the humidity level. And if you aren't doing that on a regular basis, or if I got there just after the morning shower, shower, shower session, I'm reading humidity levels in the 60, 70% range. And, and we talked about this on the last podcast. If you don't do that on a regular basis, or if you don't maintain your humidity level in the summertime, you can run into mold issues, health issues. And these are things that can continue to grow. Once mold starts, you have to do something about it in order to get it stopped. You got to get the moisture out. You got to remove the heat and you might have to use something to kill it. So the workaround is a properly vented bathroom, properly vented house. Make sure that that fan is running on a regular basis and not too much either. So anytime I install a bath fan, I install a timer switch. Mm-hmm. And the timer switch is it's worth its weight in gold. The bath fans that I install, you can't hear them when they're running. So if you don't know that that switch is run up and running, you might not know that the bath fan is actually running. So we just put it on a timer switch. One, 20 minutes is all you need to get that humidity outside your house and make sure they're not venting into the attic. If they're venting to the attic, you're causing a whole nother set of issues that that we run into on a regular basis. That almost made the cut on things, things people do to damage their homes without knowing them. They buy these houses and... XYZ, Larry with a ladder on some weekend warrior came in and put a bath fan in and just dumped it into the soffit or into the attic space and, and causes issues. So make sure that it's a properly maintained fan and a properly vented one and you're running it when you should. To go with another analogy, that would be like cleaning your room except putting all the, the dirt and dust underneath the rug. It's like you're just moving the problem from one place to another. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And I was notorious for having the closet that would explode upon opening. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Look, mom, my room is completely clean. Looks great. Yeah, Andy. Got it. Open up the door and boom. Mm-hmm. Everything comes exactly. right, falling out the uh, the closet door. Um, well, you know, it is uh, severe storm season. Hey, here's what's trending. We're talking hailstorms. And as this heat is now upon us all these days and weeks in a row, you can feel the top is going to pop off at some point where we're going to, we're going to have these severe storms come through hail and thunderstorms and all that. Andy, I was, mm-hmm. I was hearing a little bit about impact resistant roofing, but mm-hmm. I was a little bit unclear what that means or what it is. Can you explain that? Yeah, it's uh, really simply 
it's a type of roofing we can install that is going to possibly get you a discount with your insurance company because it is much harder to damage from hail. You know, I have some roofing that in five years now, I've had zero hail claims on and and I do my research around the country. It there's there's no hail claims on it. And to have that peace of mind, it's to me, it's it's priceless. But what I'm seeing now is manufacturers, and when I say manufacturers, all manufacturers for the most part in the roofing category are stopping making this type of roofing. And the reason being, what I'm told is most contractors don't use it. Roofers are cheap, cheap as cheap gets when it comes to what they choose to put on roofs. Not all roofers, but in, when you're speaking in generalities, the majority of roofers don't use this stuff. And and it's 98% of the roofing that, that we install is our two favorite impact resistance are the Glenwood shingle by GAF and the Armor Shield shingle by GAF. The Glenwood shingle is discontinued, but I bought a stockpile of that in December and I have enough to get through maybe the first part of next year right now. Um, the Armor Shield shingle, they've cut down to three colors. Why? Because the majority of contractors don't use it. But even if you aren't the most green person or aren't the most um, energy or environmentally conscious person, when you, when you see the billions of tons of asphalt shingles that go into landfills and the concerted effort that shingle manufacturers are making right now to try to recycle that material, in which GAF is one of them. 20% of all shingles are recycled material. But how about put a roof on that you never have to replace again? How about put a roof on that never have to worry about again? You, and you get a discount from your insurance company. So I'm, there's a lot more people that I think that, that think the way I do than the, the majority of the roofers, which is cheap. If you can show them a value and and they know that they're doing better for the environment, better for their area of the world, better for their neighborhood, better for their home, a lot of people will make a decision that costs them three, four thousand dollars more. Yeah. Okay. So a couple things on there. I totally agree. Like consumers uh, now, when you see all the data, they will if they know that the company stands for something and or or, or you know it, it is um, do, doing the right thing economically or in, environmentally. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, to your point, like yes, you see the data. People will be willing to invest a little bit more to know that they are making a difference. But but why? Like why would roofers um, go not not go this route as often? Why would they go the, the always the cheaper route? Is it is it just just simply that? It's cheaper because you know for for the vast majority yeah because it's cheaper because the vast majority of roofers think that 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 the the most consumers are just looking at price and that's not been my experience whatsoever. Um, our area of the world consumers to me care about durability, and they care about the company that does the install and the warranties, and then then they start talking about aesthetics and things like that, but. The, the who's doing the install and the durability of whatever product you're installing. How long is it going to last? When am I going to have to replace it? Things like that. So the, the pricing usually isn't the biggest factor into choosing things for your home, as it shouldn't be. Right. You know, I always tell you, we're, we've been doing analogies. You know, I went on a fishing trip when I was a kid, and I, I learned a really good lesson. I haven't been on much walleye fishing. We had to go catch walleyes to eat, though. So we all had to buy walleye rods. Me and my cousin, we didn't want to spend a lot of money on the walleye rod, so we each bought this $35 combo at the, at the store. 
went on to the first spot. I set hook on a rock, it broke in half. He set hook on a rock, it broke in half. And we're going back to the store and buying $85 walleye rods, essentially making our walleye rods spend $111 instead of the $85. And that's what happens in home improvements. The most expensive thing that you can do to your home is the project that you have to pay for twice. And if we're going to be in this house for 15 years, it just makes sense to make something last at least that long. It's not that hard. But if you're going cheap, it, put it this way. I have a lot of homes that are 15 years and newer that I work on every day. It's that, that to me is almost like the theme of this podcast that we're trying to help people with is, is, is to understand that very thing is right. Mm -hmm. The, the do it right. The first time, even if it's just, even if it's just a little bit more, it's going to cost you a little bit more. You can go the cheap route, but you know what? More than likely you're going to end up doing it twice and don't do it twice. You're going to like, especially when it comes to your home, you're already spending money. You're going to spend money just you know, do the little extra that that will make you look better, feel better, last longer, and then being socially conscious as well. Yeah, and 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 there's options for people, Corey. I get it. Not everyone can budget for a twenty thousand dollar roof, a ten thousand dollar roof. I mean, you might not think that oh my, next year I'm going to need a roof. If a hailstorm doesn't happen, I am going to have to pay to get this done. So there's, there's plenty of companies out there that can show they work with, like we work, we have five different banks we can put you in touch with. There's lots of options there to make it a, a monthly payment type thing with an end game. The interest rates are as good as it gets right now. So yep. people have options. You don't have to go cheap because that's all you can afford in one lump sum. Just get multiple estimates. And, and and try to take emotion out of your decision making. I know that's hard when it comes to your home, Corey, but when 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 people can take emotion and price tag and put pen to paper and really start to weigh their options, good things usually happen. Yep. It's yep. when we rush it, pick the first guy that we talk to, that, that things go sideways. Yep. Um, great stuff, Andy. One more thing. Hey, here's a pointer. This is going to go, I need to take maybe a little bit of my own medicine here. You know, I talk about, you know, on a regular basis, you should take a walk around outside your home and take pictures from all four corners and all four sides. And on a regular basis, you should get out and look at your roof with binoculars and see if anything is loose. And here I'm, I'm finding caulking that's, that's letting water into my house because I didn't realize a tree had grown that much. So here's my tip. Take a walk around outside your home and take a, take a picture from each corner, from every side. Take a pair of binoculars and inspect what you can't. And if you're comfortable getting up a ladder, at least lean it against your house. Look inside the gutter. See what's going on. It's for a half hour of, of doing our due diligence around our home. We can see what's happening and what we need to address or who we need to hire to address that situation. Letting stuff go always costs more. Well, look, I didn't want to shame you at the beginning um, <laughs> because you should have seen that tree, even though you hadn't gone in the room for six months. Yes. <laughs> but you found it just in time anyway. So, Andy, that's good stuff. I uh, appreciate the, the, the uh, talk. We'll see you next time. Uh, thanks, Corey.